2: Folks, good morning, good morning, good morning, the sun. When I woke up this morning, the first thing I did, I, I ran to the, to the window. I'm like, Phew. the sun did come up, Nick. The sun came up. Is Rafferty in the house?
1: Hi. There he is. <laughs> there he is, Chris Raff. Good morning.
2: <laughs> oh, man. You know, um, so many, first of all, Husker Nation. What I was saying this on the spillover, over, Raph, it, 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 it was so anticlimactic. You know, forty-eight hours. You know, forty-eight hours. You set a world record, and then we continue the record uh, in another sport twenty-four hours later. Uh, that's just the reality of it. That was um, that was a gut punch. We're going to start something um, this year that we didn't do last year. As we and Raph are kind of still fronting, to... we're going to get about. I want you to think about this. It may be a little hard on one side of the ball. On both sides, actually, we want to give a game ball out on the offensive side, game ball out, defensive side. We'll say that towards the end, uh, the 9 o'clock hour. We want, we want to hear from you. Um, we want to hear what you have to say, you know, your thoughts, um, uh, con- uh, concerns, highlights, etc. cetera, uh, on the game yesterday as we go into analysis. So we definitely got a full post game show. Uh, we're going to see tomorrow uh, uh, Colorado play TCU. So we'll get a look at, at who we'll play in a week from tomorrow uh, as well, what that goes so we got a full show coming up. We're going to call it text line. What's on your mind? That'll be at nine o'clock. But a lot to discuss and unpack. <laughs> Raf, as you watch it during GI. First of all, big fella, how was you guys? Did you guys have um, a good crowd yesterday at the fair?
1: Oh, well, it wasn't too bad. It was. It's been. It's during the week. It's just sort of average. So hopefully, we're hoping it'll pick up tonight and through the weekend and on to Monday. So. Mm-hmm fingers crossed for not too hot of weather but looks like we'll probably get 100 out here so we'll see what happens.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, got, you got you got today. Well, you're done Monday, right? Yep, Monday at 7. Nice, 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 man. Nick, Raf, fellows, it was it was yeah. a tough night last night. Um in a lot of ways. in uh, a game to where you definitely should, you had ample opportunities to win, to put them away uh started off slow in the first quarter and then uh gathered some steam, kind of found their footing. Uh but we could not get out of our own way.
0: Yeah, I I, I told this I mean Jay and I talked extensively about it on the post game show last night. Um I think what's so infuriating is about is that yeah yes there were a lot of missed calls with, with officials and referees. But at some point Nebraska's gotta figure out a way to take care of, of their own business. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it, right. Jay and I walked through a lot of plays. Um, yeah, Minnesota misses a false start, but if if Nebraska is able to pick off that ball that they got two hands on, then that false starts negated. And it doesn't matter. Uh, frankly, also once again is when Nebraska was lucky that Minnesota didn't catch another touchdown um, on the play before that fourth and ten when Nebraska was in man for probably about ninety percent of their plays on defense last night. And Minnesota runs a simple crossing pattern, and they had a guy open, and it was a bad throw by Caliak Manis on third down that – on that drive. And then on fourth down, unbelievable body control by, by Jackson, the Minnesota mm-hmm. wide receiver, to, to haul that in. So mm-hmm. you look at that, you say, all right, just on that drive, Minnesota um, not only so, – close to almost gave you a gift and, and threw another interception, but also could have scored on a on some – on just a, a basic crossing pattern – on uh, third down that that false start or that missed false start mm-hmm. wouldn't have even mattered nobody would be talking about it right earlier in the game there were a lot of holding penalties um but Nebraska didn't really do a great job of, of applying pressure for, on the defensive side of the ball K- Caliac Manis had unlimited time to throw and Minnesota has good wide receivers we're not used to necessarily saying that with Minnesota
2: with Ebre being gone but no.
0: but yeah they they've undertaken this entirely new idea um, to where, yeah, they had what was it? I, I got. I have the stats pulled up here. How many rushing yards they had? Um, I, I'm only in the uh, quarter in quarter four. Anyway, they they had less than sixty rushing yards, I believe. 55, fifty five, I think, is the they, they had
2: fifty five. We had 181, yeah. and um, well, they at, had 55 and
0: 91 of those for Nebraska Sims. came from Jeff Sims. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm sitting here going, Minnesota gave. I mean, gave Nebraska many opportunities at this one, um, m- many opportunities to get to Caliak Manus, many opportunities to force some interceptions, and some questionable play play calling by Nebraska as well.
1: Yeah. Raph. Um I looking back on it now, I just think that oh, it was I guess a lot of it, you know, was being the first game, you know. So I mean, I know there's a lot of the stuff the players you can look at, but. I, the, the coaching, I thought some of it was like first game, you know, that they're going to have to, you know, smooth some things out also. Um, I mean, I'm not giving it a pass by no means, but there, there is stuff, you know, it is the first game. So I hope there's no Nebraska fans out there, you know, getting ready to like jump off the ship and, you know, abandon, abandon mission because I, I, I saw positives. Like you were talking in the spill, the spillover about, the defense, I thought the defense played, you know, a pretty darn good game for most of the game last night. Yes, there were, you know, some you know, some blown coverages mm-hmm. and things happened there at the end of the game. But I for all the questions of oh, is the three three five gonna work and stuff like that, I thought I thought they played well. I thought I thought they I, I like the flexibility of the three three five because they played a lot of four down linemen last night. They made a lot of there was a lot of different things that he was throwing at him. so I like that. Um, uh, Jeff Sims, he, he, very mobile quarterback, had some you know had some really good runs, mm-hmm. but you just cannot go into halftime and have Gabe Irvin with only two carries. I just that 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 to me is that frustrates me. Is like you have you have this running back that you know you're, you, you, I mean he moved up, he moved ahead of Anthony Grant from almost a thousand yard rusher last year. And then you're going into halftime and he's, he only has two carries. I I don't, I don't understand that, especially, you know, with, with your quarterback that, that you have. And we had talked about going into the game about make things easier for him, get him out on, you know, play action passes and stuff where he doesn't have, doesn't have to go out and, you know, be reading the defense. It's more of like, you have one receiver deep, one receiver short, and you're, You make it easier for him, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that the only two carries in the first half, that was frustrating for me.
0: Guys, I mean, Nebraska's traditional running backs had a combined total of 16 carries last night Mm -hmm. in a game that you controlled 90% of the second half. Mm -hmm. That's mind-boggling to me. That we want to preach, as Nebraska, as a program, we want to preach about this ability to run the clock out and this uh, ball control identity. And I'm not saying throw in the towel the season's (coughs) over. I'm not saying that at all. But you had 16 carries. You you took over possession with 12 minutes in the fourth quarter with the ability to step on the throat of
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba
0: Minnesota's defense. Mm-hmm. You had that opportunity multiple, multiple times. You had it in the third quarter a few times, and you had it in the fourth quarter, especially when you took over with, I think, 12 minutes and 16 seconds remaining in the game. Mm-hmm. And you were unable to step on the throat. Well, Nick, you, you're
2: spot on with uh, and those are and things. I, I should that-
0: say, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, man. Y- you you weren't able to step on the throat because of, of what you chose to run on offense. Bingo. It wasn't that you ran the ball Bingo. three times for a total of five yards. That, that wasn't the case. It was that, and I'm totally good with the shot on first down. Tommy Hill was open. If Jeff Sims makes a better throw, we could have said that about a lot of things last night. If Jeff Sims makes a better mm-hmm. throw, Tommy Hill, you're you're in the red zone more than likely. Right? So I'm fine with the shot on first down. But then on second down, <laughs> yeah. I understand that the, the pass was tipped and it would have been a good throw. You, but run, the you run the ball. You run the ball. You run the ball.
2: Yes, you run the – Why? Then you put, because
0: that takes at least 40 seconds off the game clock. Minimum.
2: And then you put yourself in a bad situation yes. again when it was third and 10. It was like, okay, you took only about 18 <laughs> well, seconds off the clock in three and plays. I,
0: I, think, I think like I'm sitting here going, all right, so we talk about – Jay and I talk about it in high school football. We're going to talk about it tonight when we see Lincoln Southeast and Lincoln East. Is that – on second and 10, if Nebraska runs it, let's say they get five or, five or six yards running the football, right? In a time of the game where you have all the momentum, Minnesota looked absolutely atrocious on offense in the second half until you gave them life in this minute. And so with that, Nebraska, I have no, I have no problem saying that Nebraska could have ran the ball for five or six yards on there. That makes it third and four from close to midfield. Number 1, you have an opportunity to say, you know what? Listen, this is how we're going to play football. And if it's 4th and short, we're going for it to really step on the throat and put leave no doubt. But then also what does 3rd and 4 do? It opens up your playbook tremendously. Yeah, it does. All that all the, the only things that were open for Nebraska's receivers last night and this kind of falls on Nebraska's receivers at some point cuz they they struggled to get separation was everything shallow. Everything yeah. short, not not very far, not very long passes right just and, and frankly Jeff Sims was never really in a rhythm so you needed something short and high percentage so that he could connect on it. So third and four not only allows you to run the football mm-hmm. but it also allows you to have those short intermediate routes that that not only go for a completion but also go for a first down and extend that drive. But since you chose to pass it on second down and yes it was go- it was going to be a good ball but there was, it was tipped at the, uh, you know by a linebacker or whatever. Second and 10, no time comes off the clock. Third and 10, what are you going to do? You either throw in the towel and just run it for four yards, or mm-hmm. you try to, th- to throw a ball with a quarterback that really struggled last night, throwing the ball and some wide receivers that haven't been able to get a whole yeah. lot, you know, open a whole lot, yeah. you know, before- and then also
1: too, you've got to, you've got to, um, I know we've got the new school workout facility. I mean, it's amazing, but, You've got to go old school a little bit. All the pre snap penalties, I mean, you've got to get rid of those. I mean, if it means, you know, running gassers, running stairs, push ups, something, there that that stuff's gotta be cleaned up. I mean, you, second and fifteen, it, it it just it doesn't work, you know. It's we, we got lucky, it kinda of cut quarterback scramble on the one, but but when you're playing behind the ball that or behind the chains, that's just not good.
2: You know those the self inflicted penalties are going to kill you. I'm going to say this, and before we go, because when we come back, I want to talk about want to talk more about the offensive side, strictly offense, what we saw, the good, the bad, and then we'll go through the defense for the nine o'clock hour. We open up some more, you know, we open up the text line. But here's what I'm going to say to kind of start off with: um, construction um, versus culture is what it was last night. PJ Fleck has a culture that's established. And they know what they want to do. They know how they're going to do it. They know who they're going to do it with. Uh, They rarely shoot themselves. Uh, uh, Minnesota is not going to be a flashy team. Minnesota is a blue collar. Roll their sleeves up. We're going to run a little bit. We're going to pass a little bit. We're going to be – we're going to drown you. They kind of remind you of Northwestern – hear me out on this one. The Northwestern when Fitzgerald had good teams. Now, obviously, a much much talented uh, Northwestern in that they're not going to be flashy – they're going to just roll up their sleeves and they're going to lean on you offensively with their linemen. Defensively, they always have a pesky defense, secondary. And they're just going to lean on they're going to keep. They're not going to put themselves out of games. They have a culture. We are under construction. Hence, Raph, those penalties you've seen. Now, this is not an excuse. This is a reality. Five years of bad habits is not going to be erased in one game. One offseason. One fall camp. These kids still have a lot of work to do bottom line it's not going to be a race uh, uh the, the the pre-snap penalties raf as you mentioned those cannot happen they just can't you can't see those and they happen at the most inopportune times and they happen that shows you those habits still have to be ingrained you can bring out all the different coaching you want and those things the coaching obviously has improved you see those things but you still have to change their psychology you can even the tight end that jumped on that time borkature you can't jump you know the snap count those are things to where and i'll, I'll say this too the coaches, some of these coaches in Nebraska, that was the first time they've coached in a real game together. They have to learn each yep. other's habits and tendencies, et cetera. It sucks to lose a game like that. I don't yep. care if you lose by the last play of the game, a walk-off uh, uh, field goal, whatever. You still lost. A loss, a loss. It yep. sucked. And as Nebraska fans, yep. I get it. I get it. It sucks. You know, I literally stopped returning text messages after the game shortly. I am like, you know what, I'm going to bed. You know, I'm just going to listen to Nick and uh, Jay post game, which you guys both did a heck of a job. So, big shout-out to you, you, Nick, and shout-out to Jay. You guys did a great job. It was a balanced job, and it was a very honest job of how you did it. But, again, this game was, was built on and Here's the thing. A team that's under construction, Nebraska, versus a team that has a culture. It's CNC. They have a culture. They know what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, who they're going to do it with. Those coaches have been coaching together. They know what's going on. Our coaches, now I will say this too, under construction, you've seen some of the timeouts we use that we shouldn't have had to use in opportune times yep. because as a coaching staff, they're still learning each other. in a, You can mock all the things you want during the week yep. on Thursday night nights and things like that, but until you're in a real game, yep. that's when you find out where deficiencies we need to work on. So we can, we're going to go deeper in that later. Um, but the reality is this, man, that we're, we're, on, we're a team under construction. It's one game. It sucks. I hate losing, and I think that's the first team that's ever beat Nebraska five years straight, Minnesota. Yeah, but I mean, Iowa did for seven for years. For Iowa, yep, yeah. the first time. So Iowa, Minnesota. That's the reality. Those are the numbers. But i tell you what, and I'm going to say this. This is one of my silver linings before we take this break and get into the next segment. If you just showed me the stats and just showed me the turnover battle, I would say we would have lost by 17 at, at anywhere. You got four turnovers? Oh, you're probably not within 17. For it to come down to that, to me, shows you there has definitely, there's definitely been improvement, in particular on that defensive side of the ball, because they were out there a lot in some crucial situations. The 4th and 10 they gave up, dude, make a heck of a catch like it is what it is. The reality is this, it should have never came down to that. Some people brought up the officiating. Was there some missed calls? I don't think they called a single hole. <laughs>
0: No, and that's <laughs> and the I, thing, like, Nebraska did get tackled to the ground. I mean, there, there were a lot of missed calls. I'd also say that they should have called a, a pass interference on Nebraska on a, on oh, he a shot was, down the he field. Was, it was clearly pass interference. Um, but they didn't. They, they didn't they let him play the, the entire fish game. The fishing was bad all the way around yeah. to me.
2: The shading does not make no. you turn the ball over, though. I don't care what the officials are doing. It sucked. Yes, there, there was some I'm thinking, like, I guess they just ain't going to call holding up here tonight, yeah. you know. But the reality is this. You still cannot. And I'm old school. It's not my old school. It's just football. You can't turn the ball over. You simply cannot do that. What we are going to do, though, folks, we're going to take a break, and we're going to go more on the offensive side to start off with. Uh, um, uh, insights, questions, highlights, which we'll, we'll dig for those. <laughs> but we'll come back, folks. It is the drive. It is post-game analysis. Yes, you still may be reeling or have some headaches or sad stomachs or frogs in the throat, but it ain't, folks, it is game one. And you know what? You better have a short memory. You better have a very short memory, because a week from this morning, you're on your way to West, to Colorado. We're going to be on our way to a break. Stay with us, folks. We break down offense. Keep your texts and comments coming, because at nine o'clock hour, a little over nine, we're going to have we're going to hear from the text line and phone line. So you can always call in and watch us, uh, folks, on our live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and ALO Channel 951. We'll be right back. This is the drive with AD and Raph. Nick holding it down, Raph holding down at the State Fair. But right back, nine point seven ticket.